Welcome to Untamed Intimacy, the show that helps you get to the core of what creates safety, love, connection, passion, and pleasure in your relationship. You'll learn how to resolve conflict, communicate authentically, and rekindle passion. So you can create untamed intimacy in your relationship. I'm Ani Manian. And I'm Lee Noto. We're the founders of Untamed Intimacy. And together, we serve couples all around the world to help them create the wildest love they have ever known. We believe that our relationships are the most powerful vehicles for growth, and our partners are our greatest teachers. If you're ready to create untamed intimacy in your relationship, then this is the podcast for you. And if you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and do that. And you'll be notified as soon as we drop a juicy episode. And if you really love and receive value from this podcast, we'd like to ask two things. Please leave a five-star review and consider connecting with us on Instagram at untamed underscore intimacy. And take a screenshot of your favorite episodes and share them in your stories so others can find this content too. And if you'd like to be coached live on air or have any questions that you'd like answered on the show, visit us at untamedintimacylive.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Untamed Intimacy. I am really honored to have Juliet Haynes on the show today. Juliet's someone that I met through a dear friend. Mm -hmm. And as soon as Juliet and I connected, uh, I just felt this feminine force and power. Mm -hmm. And it was so beautiful. I was taken by you. And (laughs) for those of you who are watching, you can see Juliet's out in nature right now. Um, Mm -hmm. She has a beautiful backdrop. So she's feeling, I'm sure, quite grounded. But let me just share a little more about Juliet, and then we'll we'll hop right in. Um, Juliet is an international teacher and facilitator and has supported thousands of women across the world on this journey of awakening and transformation. Her gift is to guide women into the remembering of who they truly are through awakening the depths of the feminine with the masculine in devotion to her. Oof, I'm just getting chills. Um, She's been a dedicated practitioner for over a decade, and her core teaching came through the lineage of the late Dr. Shakti Milan, which included eight years of supporting Shakti in her teachings. And her transmission, Juliet's transmission, awoke through the immersing in nature, opening to the feminine. And so she spends hours daily listening and sensing into the subtlety of pure aliveness of the earth moving through her body. And I can say this for sure, that she is on a mission to awaken the feminine in the world. Mm -hmm. And I really want to start there because this is a path you're really dedicated to, Juliet, Mm -hmm. Um, this sort of awakening within yourself. Mm -hmm. Can you expand more on what I just shared about you and like, what is at the core of your work? So if you had to describe your work, maybe to the average person mm-hmm. who is not familiar with some of these terms, how would you describe what you do? Mm, yeah. Um, so the space that I create um, is a, it's, it's, it, I call it a transmission because women can feel it. Like what you said, when you, 
when you met me, you felt something. Um, so it's a space that opens and it's a transmission of the union of masculine and feminine. Um, and I'm just going to describe what that is beyond that term or concept. So it's, it's the full coming into the embodiment. Yeah. So a lot of spiritual paths are about transcendence or moving up and out. This path is about bringing consciousness, that awakened consciousness, which I call the masculine, down and in to the body to meet the feminine. And as that, that presence comes all the way down and into awakening the heart, awakening the head and awakening the belly, there's layers of um, transformation that happen through those three centers of being. Specifically in the head, there's this um, emptying out of the mind. Yeah, so I call that more of the um, deep or divine masculine coming into the head where there's just that awareness and the presence and the container yeah, and the silence. So the noise is dropped away, the thinking, the patterns, the projections, yeah, and just being really present with what's here. And then when we come into the... Um, the heart, it's opening up the layers of the heart, and this is very relevant to intimacy <laughs> with ourselves and with other. It's a softening around those protective layers, yeah, where we create the shell, especially with women, there's a like can be a hardening and men, yeah, hardening around the heart and hardening around the belly, and this is a an opening and a softening around the heart to really feel all of the layers inside of the human heart, like what's happened to us where we've been hurt, and just to allow our hearts to break open to the deeper love and that divine love and to welcome, to really welcome ourselves. So this is where the feminine, more of that deep divine feminine is coming in through the heart space is, a, is an embrace and a, a, a welcoming and a meeting all of these parts of ourselves where we've either pushed down, contracted, gone into a defense or a push or a pull, yeah, in, in the heart. And then... When we're going down into the belly, the feminine, the body, this is where we're really meeting um, our power as women. So our life force, our sexual energy, our connection to the earth and to all of life. And when there's this full coming down into the belly, there's so much that opens Um down into the ground um, with connection to our wisdom and our, when I say power, not like a word is power, the actual power, yeah, moving through the body. And this is a journey of the, 
meeting all of these layers in the sexual energy and also the way that we relate in intimate relationships where there's been twists or turns, pushes or pulls around power um, and also our shaping and our conditioning um, is also sitting down here in the belly of what a woman is, what sexu sexu sexuality is, what relationship is, the relationship to my body, who I am, like a remembering of who I truly am and kind of like a, a, a awakening and a release of all of this imprinting and this conditioning and the ancestral patterning and our personal experiences starts to wake up so I've, I've spoken about like this downward movement of the masculine and with that deepened presence inside of the body there's a rising of the feminine from the earth up and with that um, aliveness from the earth that starts to rise up it it moves in many, it's like all of nature. So it could be like, like fire or water or air or earth, like quivers of a volcano even. It's just different sensations of the feminine moving through the body. It starts to really open these layers where the feminine has been repressed or shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the sense <laughs> that I am always uh, taken aback by how you share mm. and it mm. it creates pause within me in the most beautiful way mm. and what you know there's so I would argue that this work is some of the most important work that exists right now that, that ever that we could ever do this journey to deep inner intimacy with ourselves mm -hmm. which of course creates how we can be in relationship with others mm -hmm. be it a romantic partner a parent a sibling yes and this integration of our masculine and feminine within drives everything Mm -hmm. And as someone who's who's been on this journey very deeply, mm. you know, everything that you're saying right now, I'm like, oh, wow, we are so as a society driven by our intellect, by knowledge, mm -hmm. and by logic, which has its place and true mm -hmm. value. Yeah. And we've we've been so blocked in the heart we've been so blocked in the belly in the womb space mm -hmm. as both men and women but particularly women we've we've experienced a lot of oppression mm -hmm. so as you're working with women on this journey right because this podcast is all about intimacy with oneself and and with others mm -hmm. these sorts of things before someone goes on this journey and they're out in the world sort of doing what they were taught how to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What do you see as some of the implications of being quite blocked or disjointed in some of these areas that you just mentioned? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they can be a, as, as you shared, like a, a closing in the heart 
um, which could feel like almost like nothing, like I don't feel anything, yeah, um, and a shutdown in this in the sexual energy, yeah, and just an, an operating and a moving in the world from um, that conditioned place and that fear and almost the survival, um, and a creation in the world from what I learned, you know, from school or from my parents or from society and um, specifically around, you know, intimate relationship with other when what I found just personally in my life, when I hadn't cultivated that divine masculine and feminine within, I was relating from the place in me that was either I'm feeling abandoned, yeah, but I didn't know it was from that place. I didn't know it was from like this real deep core wound of where the ma- where I had abandoned myself, where the masculine had abandoned the feminine. So there was. There was, there was a lot of kind of getting very like caught in the fire, which can spiral up into passion and awakening and transformation. It was like spiraling down into just getting very stuck in intimate relating and fighting, basically. Yeah. Um, or just like a real withdrawal, you know, and not able to be intimate with other um yeah so that's kind of like the way that it, it it can show up it can show up with um specifically with women in intimate relationship with their bodies is mm. like a constant judgment comparison trying to be desirable sexy beautiful wanting to be wanted yeah this is a big piece for women that whole movement in relating and also kind of like manipulation (laughs) of their sexual energy instead of the full embodiment of that power as who they truly are, where they like rested with inside of themselves. And that power is more for the awakening of who they are and bringing their gifts into the world. It kind of becomes this whole um, kind of game, like almost like a game, yeah, and a constant, yeah. like trying to change the body or trying to get something mm-hmm. to have an experience. Um, I can go on. I can go on and on about this, please. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you're saying that, and mm-hmm. I can relate to every single piece of that as. Mm as a woman who has started on this path to deeper integration and I'll say started, but I've been on this path for quite some time. Um, mm-hmm. I was faced with all of those things, a constant needing of validation from others outside of me, particularly yeah. men, yes. which, which did become a game. And it was a, for some time, a very thrilling game. But the the reward was short lived. It was like going to a casino and gambling, That's and I'd yeah. I'd win big, but then I'd have I'd need my next fix, mm-hmm. and it it could have been from the same man, from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was going to the gym and then looking at how I looked in the mirror and being okay, I look better than yesterday, or oh shit, I look worse than yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it was like you said, it was the absence of feeling like I could rest in myself 
That's it. Yeah. In the skin and just to feel full inside. Yeah. Yeah. And as we go on this journey, there is this ability to relate and to know what home feels like. And it's not our physical place of residence. It is the home within ourselves. And I mean, I'm getting chills as I say it, but there's, it's an incredible journey. And so I, I'm curious to hear, because I imagine that, you know, people, people are on all different parts of this journey. Yeah. What are, how do you see those who are starting on this journey or maybe who are well into the journey? Um, what are things people can remember, tools people can use, or things that will support people on their journey? I'm thinking of like mm-hmm. practical ways to make this real for people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, the simple keys that I usually share with women in the beginning is um, to awaken the feminine, yeah, the deep feminine, is to slow down, <laughs> is to relax the physical body and to become quiet. So it's, it's actually quite simple that, you know, there's, there's so much noise in the world. So this re- relaxation this unwinding, the slowing down, this dropping from the head into the belly and coming down onto the ground, the womb, the hips softening and relaxing around this whole area of the body, the root actually starts to open and connect with the earth. And to consciously meet your own sexual energy. So what often happens with women is when they feel that desire, it wants to go outward. Yeah. So instead of going outward, stay with it inside of your body and feel it burn, feel it expand, feel it open and stay with it and stay with it and stay with it. And then that staying with it instead of going out actually opens us to that flame of life. It, it's it that's what happens and then it burns through all of that patterning around intimate relating <laughs> so it's a potent force for transformation that we have inside of our bodies that sexual energy when it starts to open up like rise instead of just going outward yeah so yeah. it's that and then just to mention a piece around the heart is when there's that feeling of um, you know, kind of what again, like wanting connection or needing to be seen or um, validated or heard to stay here, to rest down, to be with. This is all the, um, what I'm speaking about is a lot of developing the cultivation of the masculine, to stay with yourself and to not leave. Yeah. Yeah. Is that practical enough? Sometimes it's so practical. And I thought of kind of the, Mm -hmm. the irony of the question, because what I was getting at was like, what can people do to cultivate the feminine? And the the irony of that is do nothing. 
Stop the doing. <laughs> Don't do actually. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just so fascinating that for us humans, that's one of the chal- most challenging feats. One of the most challenging. Um, it's really just a way of being. That's yeah. yeah that's what I was going to say because cultivating the feminine and being in the feminine is not a. It doesn't mean no creation. It actually when there's a slowing down and the doing drops away and the being opens and the masculine is like becomes more the space like the the banks of the river and then the water flows but the life is creating through our bodies and our beings rather than just connecting from here and just you know uh, creating from the head which is kind of like what's happening on a collective level of that disconnection of the masculine to the feminine so yeah yeah it still means movement but it's it's so tuned in and it's from a place of deep listening yes i think that is the one of the biggest distinctions to make because whether people are consciously aware of it or not, there is in the collective field, I think right now, at least in Western society, a deep mistrust of the feminine. And there has been for many, many years. Yes. And I think a part of that is this fear of if I don't do, who will I be? Will I be worthy? Will I produce enough? Will I prove myself enough am you know will i just be nothing and what you shared just now which is when you're in your feminine it doesn't mean that you're not creating you're creating let's let's get that straight here people mm-hmm. that you're not lazing around all day yeah. withering <laughs> away but what you're creating is from a place of divine inspiration That's it is yeah. attuned it is so aligned with what lights us up, what brings us joy, what adds contribution to the world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the universe knows we could totally use more of that and less of some of the noise that's being put out right now. Um, that's hugely, hugely important. And yeah. I'm curious to hear what your perspective is on this as, uh, you know, as women, Mm-hmm. How do we show up in romantic partnership differently mm-hmm. when there is this integration of our masculine and feminine? Yeah, yeah, thank you. And the the piece that you brought in, <laughs> little bug, um, piece that you brought in around the mistrust. Yeah, so there is that mistrust around for women to fully rest into the feminine and. It comes from from the fear or the terror of the unknown and the blackness. It comes from the terror of the identification, the death of the identifications. So it's like a journey of like meeting that that terror, which is which is like a force actually. It's strong energy, and just staying with it. And there can be like a whole lot of feelings there. And then there's this rising that happens from there. 
Yeah, so I just wanted to speak about that place because a lot of women are scared of their own power. Yeah. But when we as women actually rest into our power, into our hearts, into our bodies, the way that the intimacy is with other is from a place of not wanting or needing the other to fill me up or to hold me or to see me or to validate me. It's like she's she's rested inside of herself. She's not up above men either and kind of like, you know, I'm this awakened woman, this goddess, this priestess, and I'm looking down at men. That's another pattern, yeah? So it, this is, this is she's, she's resting inside of herself. She's connected to who she is. She's connected to her devotion in the world. And because the masculine is holding her in that silence and also holding the, the core wounding that gets touched in the intimate relating. She's holding herself there and there's an invitation. Can, can you feel that? It's like the, the flower is going like this. Then the man can actually come closer. Yeah, he can. It's like the bee can come into the flower and a lot of women are in that movement energetically, which is actually pushing the man or the, or the one she's intimate with, whether it be woman or man, away. Yeah, or she's trying to pull. And that's also creating that whole dynamic. So when she's in that deeper feminine with the masculine there, she's inviting him. And then he can see her radiance and her flower but she's not trying to do something to get his attention. <laughs> like all of that's dropped away and there can be like this natural coming together um, in a deepened way. And another piece is that when she is really aware of those tender layers that are being touched, she isn't going into that protection, that shielding, and she can also share more in the nakedness and the vulnerability, which is so beautiful. It's like the man can then feel her or the woman, the partner can then really feel her instead of feeling all of these other movements <laughs> that are coming from her. Yeah, so it's a real invitation um, to, to make love. Mm. to actually make love um, in the relating. And I'm not just speaking about the acts. I'm speaking about like truly seeing and being in love in body with the other, with everything that is going on inside of them and with what's going on inside of here. So this doesn't mean that there aren't you know, kind of like there isn't like a cauldron of fire and, you know, things that get triggered and touched. Yeah. It just means that there's deeper holding, healing and transformation that happens mm. and the real potential of that relationship starts to awaken the two together. Oh, God, I could cry. <laughs> That's, that is one of the most beautiful descriptions I've ever heard of what it truly means to rest in our feminine and what 
what is available to us, particularly in relationship, when we do that, when we allow for that. Mm-hmm. And as, as a woman who is very deeply on that journey, I want to speak to some of what you shared. Mm-hmm. Um, what you said about when we allow that part of ourselves to be touched, when we rest and invite, yeah. our core wounding gets touched because yeah. we are naked and allowing ourselves to be seen in a way that wouldn't otherwise happen if we were still shielded and guarded. Yes. And it's fascinating because I think a lot of people, I mean, I I can speak for myself. I was at one point under the impression that in these awakened relationships Mm -hmm. where people come together for expansion and growth, Mm -hmm. that there just are no real challenges Right. Oh, they're, yeah, they're like the just, fantasy. right. They just, they both can have conscious yeah. conversation yeah. that they have these tools, etc. Yeah. And I'm, I have come to learn that in my relationship, which is one of those kinds of relationships, I'm like, everything that is there to be seen, every tendency, behavior, pattern, insecurity, yeah. shadow comes to light, like the yeah. light of Ani's consciousness and presence penetrates every single part of me. And sometimes to the point of very, very deep discomfort where I'm like, turn away, do not look at me. I'm going to go in another room. I don't want to be seen anymore. This is quite overwhelming. And, you know, it is, while it feels challenging in some moments, I'm like, this is the most beautiful intimate, sacred connection that I could ever imagine, aside from the connection with ourselves, that just shines the light on all of the things, the shame that we have carried, the traumas, the behaviors that we no longer want to play out, but that we inherited and learned from generations. Um, And it's just there is a true alchemy that happens when there is surrender. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that firsthand, Mm. this alchemy. And it, you know, for those listening, it is a real practice. It's not like we decide one time, I'm going to be in flow. I'm going to surrender. I will be in my divine feminine. (laughs) No, it's, it can be work. It's work. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. And it's, it's cultivated, you know, like I feel we go through in my intimate relating. It was so beautiful the way that you shared that, um, like go through like waves. Yeah. It's like, they're these inner waves of like, oh, something's being touched and I'm needing to kind of come in and meet those places. And then there's also the, there's also expansion that happens um, because I find like the more that I meet these tender layers inside of me through the intimate relating, then the more um, love, bliss, power, fire starts to awaken. But if those tender layers get touched and are closed down, it it moves the other way. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fascinating because 
something that I've um, taken on for myself throughout this journey is, you know, we've through various forms of media, a lot of women, most of us have been conditioned to think that the man has to come and save us. Like look at all the Disney movies, the, the love movies. And one day it dawned on me. I was like, okay, I am somewhere conditioned to think that the man has to come and save me. And there has been a small part of me waiting for that to happen while the larger part of me is out there busting my ass in hyper-masculine overdrive, trying yeah. to get it done. Yes. And I'm like, what would it look like if I took emotional leadership in creating what I want to create? And it doesn't mean going and doing more. Mm-hmm. It typically means doing less and getting quiet, like you said, mm-hmm. relaxing and seeing like, okay, what is here? How, how do I invite my beloved into my space? How do I call him in? Mm-hmm. And I, I would ponder on this a lot before I met Ani. And I remember one day um, saying to myself, you know, I was journaling and I was like, you know, in my partner, I want this, this, and this, and I want to feel this way and that way. And I want him to be able to see me and all of my emotions and watch me cry and rage and not be scared away. Yes. And yes. I stopped and was like, but am I willing to see myself that way? Yes. Am I willing to look at myself in the mirror when I'm crying, when I'm angry, when I feel jealous, mm-hmm. whatever it is, and look and say, Lee, I love you. Like mm-hmm. I've got your back. Mm-hmm. And the moment I was like, the moment I realized I, I didn't have my back like that until I did, yeah. was the moment that changed everything. Beautiful. Yeah, that's really beautiful. The, I feel like the, the rage that comes through women and the way that it can flick outward, yeah, because it, there is a lot of rage that the feminine has with the masculine, which is connected to the pain and the hurt and the mistrust. And, yeah, and there are a lot of women that feel like men just need to be there for it, you know. And what I found with that rage is that if I'm, if I'm sitting with it like what you shared and I'm being really quiet with it, and I'm being present with it, and I really allow it to move through my body in like a channeled way, it, it moves into power. So it's like I'm not raging anymore. I'm, it can start with raging, but then I'm, hold, and I'm, I'm giving it space to move through, but it's not burning me. It's not blowing my system, you know, and it's not like, being kind of like raged all over my my partner and then when I can hold that I can I I found that I've been able to ask him you know can you can you be present in this with me and it's not directed at him then there's something in him that it's like it's an invitation yeah that opens up and what I found with that, with him, it's actually um, supported him to also meet his power. <laughs> and it's like I found like a lot of men have pushed down 
that potency of their masculine power um, because of shame and guilt around like the collective um, pieces of the masculine and feminine. So it's, it, it's been amazing like how, like when I've met what, what's happening here, how it's deepened his healing and transformation as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that, and that's such a beautiful, mm. a beautiful concept because again, that speaks to this embodiment of the divine feminine in not needing to do anything in particular to serve other than be so fully and deeply embodied that through that transmission of deep oneness with oneself, it serves others in ways that we could not intellectually conceive of. Yes. And it's, it's there, you know, it, it does take a level of trust in, in cultivating the trust in the practice, but what a deep way to serve someone to, by being yourself so truly and by learning how to hold yourself to really allow things to flow through without projecting them out, but to really hold yourself the way you might want to be held by another allows you to call forth the greatest presence, the greatest power in your partner by virtue of your being. It's like unbelievably amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And what's coming to me as you share, Lee, is the staying so true to, to what is here and not making it about the relationship. And it is about the relationship and there is love and there is an honoring and a sacredness of the relationship. But it's like that deepened intimacy I find if I can stay really true to what's here, then there isn't a moving in those patterns that you shared earlier about like the savior and the one that wants to be saved. And I feel like that was what really attracted me to um, my partner is like we spoke about all of those layers of um, projection that can happen around, you know, the fantasy and the archetypal patterns that move in intimate relating like the princess or the, you know, the virgin and the whore in women's relating. And the foundation of our relating is about truth and love you know and really being so clear about that's the dedication and that's the devotion and I found that that's what keeps the forms of the relating coming into new forms you know because when we're not staying in the relating for for other reasons, you know, to have a baby or for security or to be saved or to feel desired or wanted or whatever those other patterns are. And it, it just, there, there's been a few uh, kind of um, forms of death and rebirth that have happened in the, in the relating. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what my relationship feels like all the time. We're just constantly dying and then re recreating ourselves and, and supporting one another to recreate the other. And so 
Wow. I mean, this is a topic that I know we could talk about for hours and days and forever. Um, so as we wrap up, are there any closing thoughts or things that come through that I didn't ask about that you'd like to share? Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. I've just had a little runny nose today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, um, I feel like the, the, the piece that got touched earlier on when I was sharing about um, when there's this deepened embodiment of the feminine in me with the masculine there and then what it touches in my partner, what I found happening is I I can, they, they can, he can also fully embody the, like more of the feminine. Yeah. And I can be the space and the container. Um, but it's, it's more from the feminine essence. So it's not like I'm becoming a man. It's like I, I'm rested in, it's more that divine feminine with the space and the emptiness of the masculine so that he can feel his feelings and feel what's going on in his body and I can be there to reflect, see, bring the light of consciousness into him. Yeah. So it's it's been like this um beautiful dance of how we can be that for each other. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's really key, that dance of yeah. polarity, that we don't have to stay in the feminine all the time because we are women embodied or the man doesn't have to stay in the masculine all the time, but yeah. that we serve each other deeply through our ever-changing nature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so thank you for mentioning that. Mm -hmm. um, this was such a potent, powerful conversation. I'm sure people will want to get in touch with you as they hear it. Um, how can people find you and get in touch with you? And is there anything you're, you're sharing in the world right now that you want to, sh you know, Mm, talk about yeah sure thank you so very simply it's my website juliethaines.com yeah and i've just birthed a, a 12 month online program for women and there is i've kept registration open yeah for a little while longer so we have started the the program um but if if women would like to kind of take a deep dive <laughs> with me and it's with um 44 women around the world from different countries africa europe canada and and um america of different ages and cultures so it's a real rich diverse um field of women that i've gathered and on this 12-month online program, it's called Awakening the Depth of the Feminine with the Masculine in Devotion. There will be a container for the partners of the women separately. Yeah, so um, it'll be a lot simpler for the partners and it's totally optional for the partners. And some of the women don't have partners, so you don't need to be in, in a relationship um, to be a part of this program yeah and that and all all the details are on my website and then i also offer um like a one-on-one -on -one mentorship program for men women and also couples 
and there will be a retreat, in-person retreat, hopefully, but we'll see how things go here where I'm living in New Mexico um, for seven days with, with women. Yeah, that will wow. be September. Beautiful. Well, yeah. universe willing that we can all still come together in that yeah. way in September. Yeah. So, oh, Juliet, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and uh, yourself with us today. This was, again, such a a deep and heartfelt conversation. So thank you for being you and for the work that you're doing in the world. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Lee. I really, yeah, I enjoyed it. It felt like we touched on some beautiful pieces. Yeah, yeah. More to come, definitely. And for those of you tuning in, uh, all of Juliet's information will be in the show notes so you can find her there. And until next time, much love and good vibes. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you made it this far, it probably means that you enjoyed listening, learned a lot, and are one step closer to deeper intimacy. To help couples like you discover the show and transform their lives, please consider leaving a five-star review and hitting subscribe. You can also find us on Instagram at untamed underscore intimacy. We'd love to hear from you there. If you want to be the first to gain access to exclusive content, practices, and tools to create untamed intimacy in your life, join our mailing list by clicking the link in the show notes. You'll receive powerfully curated content that's no bullshit and pure love. And if you want to learn more about creating untamed intimacy in your life, then visit us at untamedintimacy.com. We see you and we appreciate you. Until next time, much love and good vibes.